This episode is brought to you in part by Chutney's Indian Grill, Canada's first fast casual Indian restaurant located in beautiful South Surrey. They're also opening soon in Abbotsford, Langley, and Kelowna. They really, really are delicious. Make sure you get a broti. Yes, a broti. Sounds like a burrito because it looks like one. Uh, you can also franchise now as well. To learn more, you can head over to eatchutneys.com or email franchise at eatchutneys.com. And also give them a follow on Instagram at Chutneys Indian Grill. And when you go, let them know Boss sent you. Yeah, they might give you some extra stuff. Welcome to the Punjab Power Play. We have been on a break since about uh, early December, but we're back in the thick of it again. The Punjab Assembly elections are right around the corner. They're about four weeks away at time of recording, February 20th. And a lot's happening. It's been pretty crazy out there. You know, it, it feels like people have been changing their parties left, right and center. Uh, you know, things have been going nuts uh, within and outside parties. Uh, issues have been popping up and then disappearing. It's hard to keep up with, which is why we have an amazing panel for this podcast. Now, things are a little different for our more loyal listeners who have been tuning in for the last two, three months. Uh, Amin Bali, who is usually one of the co-hosts on this show, is on a little hiatus. Hopefully, we'll get him back in time for the election. But today... We have two incredible independent voices that know a thing or two about Punjab. I got Mr. Jazz Oberoi, a regular, probably doesn't need much of an introduction, columnist, independent columnist, and a regular contributor to Boz on issues pertaining to Punjab and Indian politics. Mr. Oberoi. Thank you, Jaskar. Thanks a lot. Satshrikalji Sarani. Really excited to be back. Yeah, it's kind of exciting out there right now. Uh, the second co-host, guest, ah, co-host, not guest. That's the wrong word here. Mr. Sandeep Singh, independent journalist extraordinaire, a also regular contributor to Boz, uh, one of the best Twitter accounts out there. Sandeep Singh, always a pleasure to have you on uh, a podcast of ours. Hello, Satshikar. Saryan. Hope everyone is doing great. Yeah, everyone is doing great. And hopefully the people of Punjab will be doing great after February 20th. That is yet to be seen. Um, on this week's or this week's show, uh, we're going to try to record bi-weekly here in the lead up to the election. So hopefully one more episode before E-Day. We are going to touch upon first things first, an update and a roundup on the different political parties in Punjab. What's going on? What's new? Where are they heading to? What do they have to do right to win this thing? And then on the second half, we actually want to jump into policy. You know, they say poli uh, election campaigns are the worst time to talk about policy. We disagree. We want to jump into what are the issues that are important right now on the ground? What are the issues that our political parties are talking about? Uh, and then what are the things that we're hoping uh, to hop on to the radar and be discussed in this election campaign? So with that, join us after the jump.
All right, guys. Look, I'm I'm based in Canada. I am born and raised here. So I'm not going to pretend that I'm an expert of Punjabi politics. But there's a couple of things that don't make sense to me. <laughs> and it's and it's kind of odd watching from uh, abroad kind of like as an outsider. For example, we don't have a tradition here necessarily of people jumping parties left, right, and center. And it's so hard to keep up with that kind of turncoat behavior in Punjabi politics specifically, but I guess Indian politics in general. And then also all these strange alliances. Like it's just, it's odd to kind of make sense of this. And this whole thing about selecting your CM candidate, like again, like that's totally uh, not how things are done uh, for those that are born and raised in the diaspora and understand, let's say, UK, US, or Canadian politics. So what I'm hoping here is we can jump into each party and get a, just a, a sense of what's even going on. It's absolutely bonkers. What do you guys say? Like, who do you want to start with? Should we just start with Op? Because I'm guessing if polls are to believe, uh, they're they're one of the most serious contender against the incumbent Congress. Jazz, do you want to start with uh, some thoughts on Op? Belkulji. Uh, let's start with up. Um, and uh, as you rightly said, um, things are pretty different uh, between Indian politics and Canadian politics, and especially Ajari Hon Punjab the politics chalriye. Last six months have been crazy. Uh, even for I would say seasoned uh, political analysts, this has been a bit more crazy than what the usual. Punjab politics scene is. But uh, so of course, they are one of the, uh, I would say, top two serious contenders right now, which is Congress If Jazz, if I can interject her uh, just quickly, like how reliable are polls in Punjab? Like how, what are the success rates of polls in kind of calling an election? Pretty bad. <laughs> I think last they were actually, some of the polls were giving them 100 seats. And we know that Congress came uh, with a pretty resounding victory, 77, and up was uh, limited to 20. But uh polls down there, but mainly it's the chatter on the ground. And the chatter on the ground and also the behavior that you see in the people, especially the political leaders, oh that's party confident. And that's my guess from that is that right now the only two parties that at least independently believe that they'll be one of the single largest is Congress and up. That that we cannot predict or estimate. So there was some there was some videos that were going around um, of uh, a big kind of brawl and fight over uh, I think I guess obtaining tickets to represent op for example. Uh, like what is the situation as far as candidate selection goes within op? Like how are people feeling about the representation they're seeing within the party? Yeah, um, I think uh, unlike I would say 2017, almost her constituency, the ticket, the workers, 
ਕਾਫੀ ਗੁੱਸਾ ਸੀ ਦੇ ਹੈਡ ਰਿਸੈਂਟਮੈਂਟ ਕੇ ਠੀਕ ਨਹੀਂ ਦਿੱਤੀ ਇਟਸ ਬੈਟਰ ਥੈਨ ਲਾਸਟ ਟਾਈਮ ਬਟ ਆਈ ਥਿੰਕ ਸਟਿਲ देयर ਆਰ ਐਟ ਲੀਸਟ 30 ਟੂ 40 ਸੀਟਸ ਜਿੱਥੇ ਟਿਕਟ ਡਿਸਟ੍ਰੀਬਿਊਸ਼ਨ ਨੂੰ ਲੈ ਕੇ ਕਾਫੀ ਗੁੱਸਾ ਹੋਇਆ ਆਇਆ ਲੋਕਾਂ ਇਸ ਤੇ ਮੇਨਲੀ ਆਈ ਵੁਡ ਪੁੱਟ ਥੈਟ ਔਨ ਦਾ ਕੈਂਡੀਡੇਟਸ ਥੈਟ ਹੈਵ ਕਮ ਫਰਮ ਆਊਟਸਾਈਡ ਦਾ ਪਾਰਟੀ ਐਟ ਦਾ ਲਾਸਟ ਮਿੰਟ from akali dal lalo bjp lalo congress lalo or otherwise and they've gotten tickets right away uh, over and above the workers that were in that constituency working from last 5 years probably in the hope of securing a ticket this time i think oh, of course 30 to 40 seats ta hoya hai so oh wala jada rola si te oh jada gussa si oh apan nu dikhya i think it was a pretty massive a fight uh, both from the perspective of number of people but also actually fists were exchanged so kafi pyasi utthe ga te raghav chadda the co in charge uh, of aap he had to um, basically escape literally escape because uh, it was getting pretty ugly there <laughs> yeah but yeah, look, there's never a dull day right there's never a dull day <laughs> yes apan ithe baithe hain zyada ajeeb lagda hai but ja apan sandeep nu puchhiye ta sandeep probably would tell us ke ha ye ta hunda hi rehnda hai te ina vele bhi ho gaya it's not a big deal so sandeep can i ask you this question then um you know previously uh, the last time there was assembly elections uh, a lot of the chatter was that op lost the opportunity of forming government partly because uh they try to too closely manage punjab from delhi uh has has op learned their lesson this time or are they are they relying more on punjabi lieutenants uh to lead lead the charge of this assembly election like what are you hearing on the ground to be honest just karan last time there were some other people from delhi who were in charge of op's punjab campaign and they were managing everything so but this time you have raghav chadda he is in punjab he is going he is giving speeches and raghav chadda and arvin kejriwal they are addressing the media they are they are using every platform they are presenting themselves as a face but now they have declared bhagwant man as cm candidate now we think like people love bhagwant man and so we think that this time like aap will have another kind of impact on people last time it was seen like even their volunteers had said that oh everything they are managing from delhi and, and there were allegations of that uh, texts are being texts are being sold even this time many people have alleged that texts are being sold by amadmi party so recently we heard about this ticket in lehra gaga so that this guy who was working on ground for some time but now ticket have been given to some another candidate and he he has been included in, into the party so but are are people though like generally happy with bhagwantman like is that has that resonated well that selection of bhagwantman as a cm face because if i again i remember the last assembly election one of the biggest criticisms of op was they are not selecting a cm face proactively during the election period and a lot of people were apprehensive of the fact that Gajriwal was just going to parachute himself into Punjab after the fact uh, and that didn't rub people the right way that you still needed a Punjabi face for the party locally did they hit the right did they hit the right notes with Bhagwantman 
Yeah, Punjabi is a lot of Punjabi face. Yeah. yeah, they have announced Bhagavant Man as a candidate and it would definitely increase party's chances in upcoming election, assembly elections. But problem here is that when Narendra Modi came to power, Narendra Modi came to Punjab, at that time, Bhagavant Man's stand was not... People were not happy with Bhagavant Man's stand. He had said, hey, I'm worried about PM's protection. And he literally raised questions on Punjab government. And at that time, during those days... You were like Punjab CM Charanji Singh Chani. He took a great stand, and people praised him. And even if you see popularity opinion poll, and in those polls, and Chani has emerged as a like he's much more popular than Bhagwan Dwan. Nearly thirty-one percent people are happy with him, and just twenty-four people percent want Bhagwan Dwan as CM. Like we saw that survey yesterday. So the problem here is that Amadmi Party took too much time to announce Bhagwant Man as a CM candidate. And there have been reports, it has been claimed that Aap wanted to make someone else Punjab CM candidate. Punjab CM candidate. So it took too much time. And Bhagwant Man was, if you see Bhagwant Man's body language now, a month ago or a two month ago, you would see he, he, he did not used to speak well. He, he used to be afraid, like he seemed afraid in those days. He never expressed openly the way he used to do. So that was the time when CM Ch- Charanji Singh Chani, he, he grabbed that opportunity. He started presenting himself as a Aam Admi. Whenever he, when he became CM, he said, Ch- Chani ਭਗਵੰਤਮਾਨ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਆਪਣਾ ਕਾਡਰ ਬੇਸ ਹੈਗਾ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦਾ ਆਮ ਆਦਮੀ ਪਾਰਟੀ ਦਾ ਉਹਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਤਾਂ ਪਪੂਲੈਰਿਟੀ ਭਗਵੰਤ ਮੰਦੀ ਸਟਿਲ ਹੈਗੀ ਆ ਬਟ ਉਸ ਤੋਂ ਬਾਅਦ ਕਿਦਾਂ ਸੇ ਬਾਹਰ ਕਿਦਾਂ ਸੇਧ ਲੰਦਾ ਉਹ ਦੇਖਣੇ ਵਾਲੀ ਗੱਲ ਹੋਗੀ ਜਿੱਦਾਂ ਕਿ ਚੰਨੀ ਨੇ ਅਕਰੋਸ ਦੀ ਪਾਰਟੀ ਲਾਈਨਸ ਆਪਣਾ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਐਕਸਪੈਂਡ ਕਰਿਆ ਦਾ ਆਪਣਾ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਇਹ ਸਪੋਰਟ ਬੇਸ ਇੱਕ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਦਾ ਕਿ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਲੋਕ ਸਿੰਪਥੀ ਰੱਖਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਤੇ ਚੰਨੀ ਨਾਲ ਕਿ ਇਹਨੇ ਸਹੀ ਸਟੈਂਡ ਲਿਆ ਪੰਜਾਬ ਲਈ ਸੋ ਜਾਸ ਐਨੀ ਐਨੀ ਥੌਟਸ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਵਾਟ ਸੰਦੀਪ ਜਸ ਸਰ yeah yeah i think i i i do agree with sandeep's point that pagwantman uh, the announcement ne aap nu help karna uh, that is one thing that aap didn't do well last time amongst other things um but also kejriwal has played it pretty safe i would say pehli gal ta kejriwal ne apne aap te responsibility nahi li ke main ji declare kar reha pagwantman nu uh he's he's played it smart ke lokan nu kya vote karan nu and uh, uh irrespective of what the result would have been or actually was we knew that he'll be declaring bhagwantman but the but the more important point is je tusi dekha hoye jehda inna ne anthem release kita te hor cheezan release kitiyan it was pretty clear what uh, kejriwal's message is kejriwal's message is ke main aap cm ni banna but i'll be overseeing whosoever ops cm would be i'll be overseeing that government and then pagwantman the jedi interview he right after his announcement he came out uh, i think it was to republic or uh, some national uh, channel he came out very clearly and said uh, i'll be the cm and i'll be running the government in consultation with arvind kejriwal 
सो आई थिंक एक गलों तो इन्होंने क्लैरिटी देती है कि पीपल शुड नो दैट केजरीवाल वुड हैव अ सेन पंजाब गवर्नमेंट बट दैट इज नॉट नेसेसरली बैड फॉर आप क्योंकि केजरीवाल दी गुडविल हैगी है पंजाब दो मेनी पीपल वुडेंट हैव लाइक्ड इफ ही वुड हैव प्रोजेक्टेड हिमसेल्फ एज द सेम कैंडिडेट बट नाउ विद भगवंत मान एज द सेम कैंडिडेट एंड नोइंग दैट केजरीवाल वुड हैव अ से प्रोबेबली इज नॉट अ बैड स्ट्रेटजी फॉर आप सो केजरीवाल इज अ स्मार्ट गाय एंड ही प्लेड इट सेफ Yeah, and, and I guess it's safe to assume that Kejriwal has learned some lessons from last time. Uh, Sandeep Singh, final question on op. There's been a lot of chatter on Sikh prisoners uh, and the lack of freedom given to Sikh prisoners, uh, or the rights, sorry, a lack of rights given to Sikh prisoners uh, that remain in custody. Uh, it's specifically uh, in relation to Kejriwal and op. It's th- this question has been hounding them around the case of Bullar. uh sandeep saying you know what's what's the chatter on the ground about that and, and will that have any sort of impact on op to be honest still like the release of sikh political prisoners have not become a main issue in punjab but i asked on instagram the the my followers on instagram that what sort of issues do you guys want discussed during punjab election and one of them was majority had said unemployment and drugs and water level and then this was the release of political prisoners but we don't think i don't know whether it will become the main point main issue in punjab election but sikh organizations some sikh organizations they have given a call that they will ghera up aam aadmi party's mla candidates if a delhi government does not release they don't release professor bhuller that's what they have said but we would have to see so so i i i think i appreciate um the point that it may not be one of the main issues right now but it definitely feels like it's growing uh, yeah, that there's a lot of chatter on it you're seeing more articles about it sgpc's talking about it uh, do you see it becoming a bigger issue over the next month like in becoming a dominating issue yeah everyone is talking about this at least on social media the majority of youngsters the six and they are talking that the professor holder should be released but we don't know whether it will become the main issue in villages in cities and if you see the aam aadmi party they have their clear stand since they started their campaign they had started their campaign from the agenda of hindutva to, to win the urban hindu vote so arvind kejriwal has been leading this tiranga marches and peaceful march in punjab shanti march so that's what he was trying to do is to woo the hindu voters we don't know whether it will work or not but he has been trying to do that and but till now we have no idea whether it will become a main issue or not but some organizations some sikh organizations they, they are raising this issue but whether mainstream political parties will raise this issue or not uh, that's we will have to see and if so, if you see that a couple of days back a sikh journalist he had asked bhagwant man a question on this on release of professor bhuller and he just evoked he did not answer that question directly so it means that amadi party is not serious about addressing this issue but this people are talking about many other things so i i think the the question 
sorry, the, the question that you brought up that was asked, I think it was done by uh, the outlet TV84, I think. Um, and uh, my understanding was that Bhagwantamon uh, said something along the lines of that it's been forwarded to the lieutenant governor, uh, what should be outside of the scope of uh, KJWL's government in Delhi. Is, is that correct? Did I, do I remember that correctly? Yeah, um, that's what Bhagwan, that's what Bhagwantman did say. Uh, you're right, just kidding. Uh, that was his reply. Okay. Whether that's the truth or not um, is something different because the mm-hmm. committee, the meetings they create, uh, the governor is not part of that committee. And uh, also that committee has yet not decided to forward that to the governor. So um, I think that was a pretty evasive reply by Pagwant without taking the responsibility. Um, there's no grounds for us to believe that he was telling the truth. Okay, okay. so can we can we cap the conversation on op there? Everyone hold their thoughts on op uh, and we can move towards uh, Congress, who is to you know both of your points, the other major contender uh, this election. What's going on with Congress? Uh, who's actually in charge? Like, who's the leader of Congress right now? Uh, is it still Jani? Is is he still the one calling the shots? Uh, Jazz, I'll let you open up. And then Sandeep, I'm going to ask you about uh, illegal sand mines uh, soon. So just keep keep that in mind because I'm sure I know you have an opinion about that. Uh, but uh, Jazz on uh, Congress, what's the leadership situation like there? Where are they? How are they looking right now in this election? Yeah, of course, Congress, uh, the second. Um, most prominent ones. So, list out Congress uh, have released 86, I suppose, and to see Lalo be another 31. And it was supposed to be announced a few days ago, but then they uh, deliberately uh, uh, are holding it because Congress obvious that they 31 announced. Leader some of them are actually sitting MLAs who are supposedly not getting their ticket back. So Congress no like that they'll they'll basically move to BJP. So Congress was cheese no delay currently up in last list uh, announce Nikari. decisions This is all uh, uh, from Delhi. So this list is currently being held by Sonia Gandhi. So Jada leader Aji Punjab Congress the always time to see another campaign to the Xarview. Unane photo like just tenabande dekhte upano. Left the Chani Sav Dekhte, Fair Siddhu Sav Dekhte, Fair Sunil Jakar Dekhte. So it's not even just two now. It's actually three people that they are projecting as future uh, CM or per se the leader that uh, might come up uh, if Congress wins. So there's clear indication that uh, we won't see a CM candidate being announced from Congress at this time, unlike uh, previously. So that's what's happening. But and they've been giving hints, uh, right? They give a hint that I'm CM candidate and the party leadership should announce the CM candidate before the election because when they do so, Congress wins. So this has happened both for it's so that Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but there, there seems to have been some popularity associated with Jadni leading into this election. Oh, yeah. 
Like, yeah. am I am I wrong to interpret it that way? Oh no, um, I think uh, Harish Chaudhary, who's the Punjab in charge for Congress, one of the interviews from Dasi, the first time ever I've heard him say that right now the most popular leader of Punjab. He didn't even say Congress. He said the most popular leader of Punjab is Chani. And this is uh, amazing coming from Harish Chaudhary, who's been instrumental in uh, kicking out captain um, with getting support of Siddhu. And Chani most popular, so things have changed, no doubt. Sandeep Singh, what are you hearing on the ground? Is, is that kind of reflective of what you're seeing uh, amongst people in Punjab? So that's the fact that Chani is the most popular leader of Punjab right now. Because when Modi came to Punjab and he, he had to go back, and then Chani took the stage, center stage, and he addressed the media, the way he presented himself, the way he countered the central government's arguments and BJP's arguments, and people praised him well that he stood for Punjab. So now he's the most popular leader of Punjab. And apart from this, and if you see... I think Chani is a de facto leader of Punjab Congress too now. Even though the their central committee, they, they are taking all the decisions of selecting candidates with the help of Punjab Congress. But if you see that a couple of days back, a Congress from its Twitter handle, they had posted this video in which Sonu Sood was talking about characteristics of a, some leader. leader then they, they, that interview was done by Barkhadat. So they took that video and put Chani's video, B-roll on that video, presenting Chani as a leader. Then there was another Congress leader who, who, who ran this Twitter poll and he said, see, people want Charanjit Singh Chani as Punjab CM. So that was the result. So if you see the social media trends, if you talk to the people, Chani is still the popular. And he's more popular than Sidhu. Like after Modi went back to Delhi, and the way Chani handled the situation, he became he, he emerged as a tallest leader of Punjab. When when Sidhu and Shah silent, Bhagwantaman had taken another side, Sukhvir Wadal had taken another side. So then, uh, is Navjot Sidhu going to sit around and let this happen? Because <laughs> it seems like he, you know, he's this—he's a guy who supposedly, you know, moved the chess pieces to uh, box out Captain. Uh, you know, I, I, I find it hard to believe that he would just take this quietly if Chani remains a popular leader. Like, uh, how destructive or self-destructive can this get for Congress? Look, the con- Congress don't want to take risks. Initially, Congress just wanted to have three leaders. As just told you that Sunil Jakhad Hindu face, then you have Navjot Sidhu, Jat face, then you have Jat Sikh face, then you have Charanjit Singh Chani Dalit face. Congress want to go into election with all these three faces, and still they are there. And but you see that. Fort Congress had a, a Congress high command. They had called three to four minister to Delhi uh, to talk about Sidhu. And the report we are getting is that Congress leadership is not happy with Sidhu. They may try to get rid of him. Or even Sidhu, Sidhu is not as rebellious as he used to be, as he knows that if he does something now, he will not get anything. And at, apart from this, he will spoil his that's interesting. Own party's chances. So that's, yeah, that's interesting. So I. I so he's kind of, uh, you know, Sidhu in a way is, is realizing that his leverage is running out. 
yeah and he he present had presented a punjab model alone and at punjab congress bhavan so there, there is problem with sidhu and we will see what happens next and how he plays his bets Look, Sidhu may pull off the biggest win here and get Elon Musk to invest in Punjab <laughs> off a off a tweet. Uh, so you know, you know, he may be the last one laughing when this is all over. Uh, I, I guess one more question I have with Congress, and I know Jazz, you're itching to to jump in here, is and and I open this up to both of you, Jazz or Sandeep. Maybe Jazz, you can take this. Is the ghost of Captain haunting Congress in any way right now? That's one thing that I believe Congress is right now not missing, which is having a fourth person in the mix. Um, and especially with the, the losing popularity of Captain, um, I say it with much confidence because I belong to Patiala. The Captain right now um, is not even um, confident of uh, winning his own seat uh, with the same margin that he was. He's, of course, winning it right now, but that can totally change depending on the candidate that um, Congress uh, fields from there. Um, the, the candidate that AAP has fielded is actually an old Akali face who probably would dent Captain a lot. So um, even in his constituency, he would be having a fight outside the other uh, influence. And on the Siddhu point, uh, Jaskaran, I wanted to add something that you bring up, uh, though you brought it up um, jokingly, but it's actually serious um, uh, things happening wherein people are thinking what would Siddhu do if uh, Chenni is actually the CM candidate or is announced to be the CM after Congress wins. Um, you could have seen um, the way Kejriwal announced Pagwantaman's results. If anybody was watching it live, Kejriwal announced Pagwantaman's name and then people started clapping. They told Vajjan Lagate, Jakare Shadran Lagate. Kejriwal said, please, please, ikmit roko. And he said, you know what? The second person, the second highest votes. And he, he made everybody listen to him that the second highest votes after Pagwantaman were to Siddhu. And he explicitly wanted to say that uh, before people stopped listening to him and then went to other things. And I think there's a very, uh, very conniving and a sly remark here. Either he's trying to project uh, Siddhu to be the uh, Congress's CM candidate so that because he believes Chenni is the more popular one and then confusing both the Congress voters and the high command, or he's indicating that Siddhu Saab will have a place for you, maybe not a CM, but something if tomorrow we need 10, 12 MLAs when the election results are announced and we are short of it, and you might be able to bring us those many people. So I, I love normally looking at interviews and uh, analyzing the remarks. And I think this shouldn't be ignored what KGWAL did that day. That's incredibly, incredibly uh, calculating yeah, uh, of, yeah. on KGWAL's part. Yeah, because that's a, that's a pretty impressive chess move politically. Um, I guess we can try to fit everyone else here quickly because this, this does seem like a two-way race. Uh, but I did see some chatter of folks saying, you are underestimating the Akalis. Um, 
are we? Are, are people underestimating Kalis? Like Sandeep Singh, uh, I would love to throw this to you because, uh, you know, online chatter or, you know, sitting from here or far looking uh, towards Punjab, it's hard to make sense of it. But I'm curious to what's going on, on the ground. Like, are people actually supporting the Akalis? Like, where are their pockets of support? So, well, is a fact that Akalis get underestimated every time. The main reason behind this is that Akalis usually win this vote percentage. They have vote percentage, but they could not convert that vote share into seats. They fail at that. And if you go on ground, you talk to the people, people are usually like, is a contest between, as just I've already said, is already, they would say either Congress or they would say Ahmadmi Party. Akalis have their support base, but there's a silent support base. And they have silent voters and even Akali Dal's vote bank had shifted to Ahmadmi Party. And Congress vote bank have still remained intact with the party. And if, if you see the data, and then you will get to know that how much crucial factors are still still Akalis are in Punjab and many people usually write them off that oh no one will vote for Akalis if you see in 2017 and the Congress had won Congress had got 38 percent a vote share and then Akali Dal had got 30 percent vote share while Ahmadi party could only get 24 percent vote share but Ahmadi party got more seats than Akalis and if you see in 2019's general election, Congress got around 40% vote share. And then you, you have the Akalis, they got 28% vote share, 28%. Then you had Amadmi Party that got only 8% in 2019's general elections. So Akalis are still crucial factors. They will get the votes. They may not be able to convert that vote bank into seats because... And, and they have their carder and the committed Akalis who are going to vote for them. But you will not see the youngsters and they will never ever vote for Akalis. You ne- I have never seen any youngsters saying that I will vote for Akalis. You go on the ground, it is either Congress or they will say Ahmadi Party. They will never say Akalis. And that is the problem. That they are not able to convert. They are not getting 5 to 7% more votes. And which would help them to convert that vote votes into seeds. But now they have allied with BSP, Bhojan Smajwadi Party. And we will have to see uh, what role it plays in Akali Dal's success. And if you see uh, from Anandpur Sahib Lok Sabha constituency, uh, the BSP had emerged as a BSP leader. BSP candidate in 2019 Lok Sabha election had emerged as a third uh, highest vote getter. And on first was Manish Tiwadi, then you had on second Prem Singh Chandumajra, if I am not wrong. And their vote difference was around 30 to 40,000 votes, 40 to 30 to 40,000. But this, and but PSP's third candidate, he had got around one more than one lakh votes. And if you if you count that, that votes, Akali vote and BSP vote, and then if they had allied back then they may have won that seat but there is another thing that at that time ND, BJP was in coalition with Akalis but now they are not so we will have to see how this alliance plays role in Akali Dal's success whether it will help them in Dwaba region that is a dominated part of Punjab or not 
I guess one question here, and I, I, we can move on, and, and otherwise I'd, I'd love to spend a lot of time on the Akalis, and I feel like there's like a lot of historical issues here that need to be discussed in uh, uh, the Akali party. Uh, but what does it say if the Akalis don't do well? Does that bring up more conversations around what the future of this party is? With Sukhbir Badal at the at the helm, uh, and Senior Badal's health, you know, becoming more and more difficult to uh, less and less stable over time as he gets continuously gets older. You know, at a some point, you know, the Kalis have to have a moment of introspection. Say, can we win with Sukhbir Badal? Like, is that is that a topic at hand here? Like, is this a referendum on the Badals in, in any sort of way as well internally within the party? Sandeep Singh Jazz, I open it up to either of you. Yeah, to be honest, Akali's run, the Badal's run Akali Dal as their fiefdom is not a, it's not a political party. It seems like it's a private, privately owned company by Badal's these days. So if Akali's lost this election and there's no coming back for them, so they will lose their relevance and even their leaders who are allied with Sukhvir Badal, they have their own business interests. And I don't think they will stick around for too long. They, they will, some of them will go to Congress, others will join Amadmi Party. And BJP may poach them. Like BJP poached the leaders from SP, BSP and other political parties in UP. The BJP also posed leaders from in Bengal, Bengal, and wherever, wherever they expanded, they posed leaders from other political parties. As BJP is going on on a hunt, they are poaching leaders from other political parties. They want to expand in Punjab. The way the the way they run this aggressive campaign in Bengal, the way they are trying to do things in Punjab, and we will have to see that if if Akali's lost this election. Then there is no coming. If if they don't emerge even as a second largest party, then there is no coming back for Akali's. They will lose their relevance, and their cadre is going to join other political other political parties. Jazz, like to, I, like you have add, some thoughts yeah. there. Yes, yes, I like to add something to what Sandeep said. I think um, um, yes, that is true. That they are losing relevance, and you can see that. Um, on the ground that there's a faction that has basically broken uh, from the Akali Dal, uh, the Teensa faction, and now it's uh, uh, fighting this election in alliance with Captain's Party and the BJP Party. Beyond that, um, there's already multiple people, especially uh, Sikh faces, uh, Jat Sikh faces to be very, very specific. Jadiki BJP uh, is poaching from a Dal. And that is something that BJP probably intends to continue, uh, irrespective of what the result of this election is. And also, uh, not necessarily a Kali face, but Harinder Singh Kalo, who's known uh, for sedition charges and other things against him. He was the president of All India Sikh Student Federation. All of these names. Uh, five years or three years ago, people wouldn't necessarily be um, okay with knowing that these people are would be after three years in BJP. But now it's a normal, common thing. Okay, they sick faces, which 
don't necessarily uh, uh, can be called can't necessarily be called even secular uh, as many people like them to be but actually on the right wing side of Sikhs they are right now joining uh, BJP so I think uh, the existence no khatra hai as Sandeep said I don't know whether that means that if you have 30 seats, if you have 35 seats, if you have 40 benchmark hai, after which people would start deserting them. But people would start desert, deserting them, including the prominent leaders, if they don't perform well under Sukhbeel Badal for long. And especially in a scenario where Prakash Singh Badal is not um, present anymore, he's getting old and we never know. Uh, I think Sukhbir Padal would have a very, very tough time holding uh, the fort together. Okay, I think this is a great segue because we've talked about them a bunch while talking about the Akalis, uh, is the BJP. It, it does seem like they're on hunting season. Like they're picking up a bunch of random people. They've continued to make, them, make themselves relevant in the Punjab conversation. In a way, I think some people may have found surprising post-farmers protest. Uh, you brought up Sirsa, which is an interesting move, obviously, I guess, with an eye towards Punjab elections as well. Uh, what's what's the what's success look like for the BJP in this election? Because it's definitely not they're, yeah. they're obviously not yeah. trying to form government. But like, what does success look like for them? Yeah, yeah, that is a very interesting question. Um, just current. So Pelli success the BJP that they are no longer a very junior partner. They've always been a junior partner in Punjab. And if you look at the alliance that they've done now, which is with, as I mentioned, Teen Sa's party and Captain's party, they are the senior most partner. Out of the 117, they are probably contesting 65. And then uh, the, the rest 62, they are dividing between Teen Sa and Captain. So that's a big deal for BJP right there, that they are now in a position to be a senior partner uh, for an alliance within Punjab. And they've only been able to do so because out of these 65, I think almost half or so, they'll give it to Sikhs, which was an unheard thing in the past. It was very uh, common for us to see a BJP on the 21, 22 seats. All of their uh, ticket uh, holders, contestants used to be uh, Hindus. And then and that has changed. So success for them would be winning any of these Sikh uh, candidate seats. If a Sikh who's today fighting on a BJP ticket, if he wins in Punjab, he opens something, uh, floodgates, I would say, for the upcoming Lok Sabha elections and the next assembly elections. Then it would become very common for a Sikh to be able to fight on a BJP ticket in Punjab and win, which if you look at history probably um, is Probably might have happened once or twice, but never. Uh, Sunny Deol is the only one that comes to my mind, uh, but he's not necessarily known to be uh, a sick face anyways. Um, before I uh, pass on to Sandeep or you, Jessica, and I also want to mention a very unlikely, but a possible scenario. Um, we are seeing um, possibility of a hung assembly uh, basically, nobody getting majority, and thus nobody able to for nobody being able to form a government of their own. In such a scenario, in Indian uh, system, governors 
uh, hold a lot of power. By a lot of power, I mean they get to decide who should they call amongst the khichdi, which is a combination of parties, to lay the first claim on forming the government. So in this scenario, if Punjab gets a hung assembly, and let's say BJP plus gets 10, 20 seats, and then there's a possible scenario just Akali can come back with BJP, with Captain, with Teensa, and then they might be a bit short and they might try to get people from up and Congress and then form a government. And this has happened in the past. And I've, I'm saying it's unlikely, but we should consider it a possible scenario. And if this possible scenario materializes, that's the biggest win that BJP can imagine in Punjab too. Okay, that's incredibly interesting. Um, yes, it's speculative, uh, but speculation is incredibly fun. Uh, so what Sandeep saying, uh, uh, a question to you, and then we'll move on to our last party that I kind of want to look at. How is it possible for anyone from the BJP to show face in Punjab and not be hounded off a stage and blocked from campaigning uh, or doing anything of the sorts, especially in light of, you know, like Modi's failed rally, for example. Like, are the BJP being given any quarters in Punjab? Like, are candidates of the BJP even able, like, to canvass and campaign in any serious way? Till now, most of them we have not even seen on the ground. But now, the since farmer protest ended, like, Farmer protests ended, and the the opposition against BJP, the protest against BJP, uh, have literally stopped. And even a top farm leader had said that BJP now the farm laws have been repealed. And why we don't why are we protesting against BJP then? So, but some of the farm unions they had gone with this protest when Modi came to Punjab. And now, but now I have not, I'm not seeing that BJP facing opposition in Punjab. They are campaigning the way they want to campaign, but they will not get anything. The only thing they, they can claim that they are participating in the election, as just I've said that they are the, sing, the largest stakeholder in this alliance. BJP, Punjab Lok Congress and Akali Dal Samjukta. And BJP announced 34 candidates candidates yesterday, and Dhinsa's party announced 12 candidates. And we don't know what will BJP do next. And and is highly likely that after this election, post this Punjab election, Akali Dal and BJP may come again together. Like patch up ho sakda is highly likely because patch up they broke up when people raised questions that why are you still allying with them when they are against Punjab. So Akali Dal had to break up with the BJP, but they may patch up again after the election. Okay. Final party wanna talk about here, and then we'll move on uh, from this segment. Um, SSM and this, the, the combination of uh, the farmer unions, not all of them, uh, but a bunch of them have come together. They launched this party. Um, it, it seems like it's completely fizzled. Uh, and it also feels like 
uh, a tactical and strategic mistake uh, in deflating essentially SKM, the farmer union body, uh, which could have been an amazing kind of third party pressure group. Uh, and instead, they kind of cut themselves at the knees uh, and become this haphazard political party. Uh, it it seems to have that you know the the farm unions that have decided to launch a political party again it was not all of them uh, made a tactical mistake. Uh, Sandeep Singh, I'm I'm super curious to hear what is the actual reaction from folks on the ground with SSAM is is it is it as dead as it seems to us? So farm leaders were living in their fantasy that people supported their protest. Now they will support their politics too. But they are highly mistaken. If you go on ground, people are still talking about traditional parties. So when farmer protest was going on, so people from cutting across the political lines, they had supported the protest because they thought it was for Punjab. Because it was for Punjab. And since they came back from Delhi, and again now they are Congressy, they are supporter of Hamadmi Party, some of them are Akalis, but no one is talking about SSM, Samjukta Samaj Morcha. I mean, no offense. So I went to Samrala constituency, which is my own, and Balbir Singh Rajal's constituency, and he's contesting election from there. And most of them people were like, why he is contesting the election? He's a farm leader, he should struggle. He should start the protest. He should lead the farmers. And why he is contesting the election. So people are not happy. And I don't even think that they will get more than 2 or 3% Punjab vote share in Punjab. And they are not getting anything. Jazz, you wrote a um, well-received opinion piece on SSM and the interesting political landscape that they find themselves in. And a lot of it kind of feels uh, prophetic now, uh, you know, a little closer to election day. Um, Then, you know, like these videos came out from Dr. Swamsing, you know, someone who we noted, again, at Boz, as a newsmaker last year for his uh, a diaspora based newsmaker uh, who did a lot on the farmers' protest on healthcare, um, and I know I've been following you know his social media, and there's been a obviously marked uh, difference in enthusiasm once SSM launched till today. Uh, you know this weird call for candidates that kind of seemed last minute and desperate uh, to this really odd tweet. Uh, just you know, a couple of days ago, saying I'm really disappointed in the candidate selection from SSM. Kind of trying to, it looks like almost trying to distance himself from uh, what is appearing to be a train wreck. Uh, you know, what 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 do you feel is going to be the outcome of this decision to jump into politics, like of SSM in total, uh, as it relates to you know the farmers' protest? Because as again, the note you made in your piece, there's still a lot of outstanding demands that they kind of deflated the balloon a little bit on. Yes. Yes, you're right. Uh, just current. So yeah, um, I, I wrote that detailed piece. So of course I, I, I still think the same. Um, I think um, it's not just about SSM not performing well, which it seems uh, they won't um, because of multiple reasons, but mainly because they've still not been able to get the candidates. 
ਤੇ ਮੈਂ ਆਪਣੇ ਪੀਸ ਤੇ ਐਕਚੁਅਲੀ ਲਿਖਿਆ ਸੀਗਾ ਕਿ ਮਾਲਵਾ ਇਜ਼ ਪ੍ਰੀਟੀ ਅ ਗੁੱਡ ਸਟਰੋਂਗ ਹੋਲਡ ਆਫ ਥੀਸ ਫਾਰਮਰ ਆਰਗੇਨਾਈਜੇਸ਼ਨਸ ਐਂਡ ਸਪੈਸ਼ਲੀ ਸਾਊਥ ਮਾਲਵਾ ਲਾਲੋ ਜਾਂ ਜਿਵੇਂ ਬਠਿੰਡਾ ਮੁਕਤਸਰ ਮੋਗਾ ਫਰੀਦਕੋਟ ਲਾਲੋ ਇਥੋਂ ਅਰਾਊਂਡ 28 30 ਸੀਟਸ ਆਉਂਦੀਆਂ ਆਰ ਆਊਟ ਆਫ ਦ 117 ਤੇ ਇਵਨ ਥਿਸ ਏਰੀਆ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਕਿ ਬਹੁਤ ਹੀ ਜ਼ਿਆਦਾ ਫਾਰਮਰ ਡੋਮਿਨੇਟਿਡ ਹੈ ਸਪੈਸ਼ਲੀ ਫਰਮ ਦੀ ਯੂਨੀਅਨ ਸਾਈਡ ਇਹਦੇ ਚ ਵੀ 28 30 ਚੋਂ ਸਿਰਫ 15 ਹੀ ਬੰਦੇ ਹਜੇ ਅਨਾਉਂਸ ਕਰ ਸਕੇ ਆ ਓਨਲੀ 15 ਸੋ ਦੈਟ ਮੀਨਸ ਦੇ ਡੋਨਟ ਹੈਵ ਕੈਂਡੀਡੇਟਸ ਐਂਡ ਪੀਪਲ ਆਰ ਨਾਟ ਕਮਿੰਗ ਫਾਰਵਰਡ ਟੂ ਪੁੱਟ देयर ਨੇਮ ਟੂ ਫਾਈਟ ਅੰਡਰ देयर ਸਿੰਬਲ ਐਂਡ ਵਨ ਆਫ ਦ ਰੀਜ਼ਨ ਡਾਕਟਰ ਸਵਾਇਮਨ ਗਾਟ ਇਰੀਟੇਟਿਡ ਇਜ਼ ਬਿਕਾਜ਼ ਦੇ ਐਂਡਡ ਅਪ ਦੈਨ uh aligning and going into an alliance with the chaduni sabs party and then cpi cpl cpm te hono sare kende vi assi apne apne symbol de niche ladange we won't use ssm symbol so basically the whole idea of uh, uh, this was a protest let's go and fight pehla ta oh nahi ho sakya not every farmer union came then when the the unions that came even amongst those they are unable to field 117 fer unna ne alliance kita hun jinna nal alliance kita oh kende assi apni candidate te apni symbol de nal ladna so uh, everybody who's invested a lot of time and effort like dr swayman to the protests and then thought that elections we umeda effort lake will make a change they would naturally feel disappointed and i think a disappointment then all another bad thing that would happen is ke je hun kal nu protest da koi vi hissa dobara jagona penda if they have to go back and protest again for the rest of the pending demands i don't think um they would get the same support that they got when they were a uh, non-partisan i think now they've uh, colored themselves to be a political party the baki political parties the workers lalo supporters lalo they won't join them uh, because they now feel uh, them to be their competitors and uh, basically nemesis or enemies in this uh, election so i think this is this was a wrong move to begin with uh, they could have done so much more staying outside uh but uh, yeah that is what it is and i believe they would get votes they would probably in at least 30 to 40 constituencies get enough votes to hurt uh, either the op or the akali candidates but i don't see them winning anything and sandeep uh, raised a very good point even rajiwal's own constituency which, ha- which happens to be sandeep's constituency there doesn't seem to be a wave which suggests that the biggest farmer union leader of this protest or at least one of the biggest uh, that he would be able to win i think uh, he'll probably not this episode is brought to you in part by canada visa now For all your Canadian immigration needs, whether it's express entry, work permits, visitor visas, family sponsorship, literally everything, make sure you go and call these guys first for some advice. 778-989-1144 or 437-971-1144. 
1770. They got two locations to serve you, one in Edmonton, Alberta, and the other in Abbotsford, BC. Canada Visa Now. Good guys. Go to them for any advice on immigration. You know, they they often say that election campaigns are not the time to speak about policy. Like it's a it's a tongue in cheek kind of comment. Um, but political campaigns tend to center the drama and emotions of individuals, leaders, party banners. They almost kind of make it into a team sport. Uh, and it's about who's jumping to what party now, who's backstabbed who, right? And it's it's a weird dynamic that kind of dominates the headlines. What I'm interested to know is what are the actual big issues that are going to be discussed during this election that have already been discussed and are going to be discussed in the last remaining four weeks or so. Sandeep saying, you know, you're on the ground. You already mentioned this earlier in the first segment that you put the question to your followers, for example, you know, what do they want to hear this election? I'm curious, you know, what are the top three issues um, and then maybe we can break down where the parties stand on that. And, and how do you think this will actually shape the election? So the main thing is that at this point of time, no one is talking about the issues. In the way you already have, you have already said that during election time is, the, is not the time when people don't talk about the issues. They only talk about politics. So no one is talking about the issues. And this time, last time, drugs was the main issue. And this time, no one is talking about drugs or smuggling. And last time, there was anti-incumbency against Akalis. People hated Akalis. But this time, that they don't hate Akalis that much. But they don't love Akalis at all, too. And at the same time, if you see the main election, election is being fought on on just faces like they are saying that Chani saying he said he told he he Kejriwal said this about me Bhagwan Thaman is claiming that uh, he he's not alcoholic and even if he he drinks alcohol then he at least he does not drink other people's blood and is all about politics I don't think like people are no one is discussing the issues and and even if you see the Congress last election manifesto they had claimed that they will provide free education to girls from nursery to phd but no one is questioning congress that why you did not fulfill this promise and congress had even promised that they will provide 20000 rupees compensation per acre compensation to the farmers who will lose their crops but no one is talking about that issue that the farmers are not getting that that much compensation and Congress had promised to waive off all farm loans, but they have not waived off those loans. And that is not even an issue in this election. No one is talking about that. Apart from this, the Congress had promised that they will provide 10 lakh rupees to each family, whoever's member commits suicide, farmer commits suicide, and they will provide free education to the kids of that person who commits suicide, of the kids of farmer. But no one is talking about that. So no one is talking about the issues. There is no issue in this election. Yeah, people are saying that if water receding, but depleting water level should be an issue. Then you crop diversification should be an issue. Then you have this 
migration should be an issue that the youngsters are preparing for IELTS and they are leaving India and is a brain drain Punjab which is witnessing and the even Amazmi parties. CM candidate Bhagwan Dhaman talked about this issue that if the youngsters get jobs here, then they will not be they won't they will not have to leave Punjab for Canada or some other countries. But the main problem is that no one have the no one has that that sort of some vision document that how they will provide the jobs while they are claiming that they will provide the jobs but no one is asking congress government this question that last time you promised that you will provide 50 lakh jobs if you see the last election campaign which was single-handedly run by congress campaign by captain amarinder singh he has said ki har ghar no, har kar nokri and that sort of that was a catchy slogan jada ki har kise de muh te chad gaya tha then he said that I will finish the four weeks of the month. But this time, there was no slogan that came out of the month. There was no issue-based, 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 that is incredibly depressing. <laughs> you have uh, this opportunity to have really meaningful conversations. That's probably a little idealistic, but you have an opportunity to speak about very important issues uh, for the people of Punjab. Uh, you have an opportunity to speak about very important issues for you know the Sikh community, and we we had um, you know we we've had conversations on that on this show as well. Um, Panth Before Politics is the episode, if you want to go listen to it. Um, we've we've seen that there are major issues in the state that require immediate attention. And uh, Sandeep, I think you bring up a great point. It's that, you know, is this becoming almost an election about nothing? Which is sad because there's so much to talk about. Um, Jazz, you know, what are you hearing on the ground and what are you hearing about when you uh, analyze it and look at you know, what are the issues that are popping up in the conversations uh, around this election? Yeah, um, I think very similar to what Sandeep said, um, but I, I, I probably would take it from another angle. So we all know that okay, Punjab no issues as in Punjab is facing certain problems. So be it unemployment, uh, be it um, the law and order the issue chal rahe, uh, you can say injustice uh, or lack of justice in sacrilege cases karke hor zada, uh, problems are within the uh, community within uh, the society and then corruption hogi karke, sand mining lalo drug issue ho gaya. the thing that sandeep has pointed out is very very important and as you said just current depressing which is Everybody knows Punjab is facing things. Everybody understands that in the end, the government at the hand or the administration is the one responsible. But that is not how they are seeing these elections. Everybody is seeing these elections in terms of Jetaji sand mining di tusi Congress then I can oppose it because I am an Akali supporter. And right now, Channi um, the constituency sand mining on the that's why I believe sand mining is really bad. 
ਬਟ ਜੇ ਤੁਸੀਂ 5 ਸਾਲ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਦੀ ਗੱਲ ਕਰਨੀ ਹੈ ਜਦੋਂ ਕਿ ਮੇਰੇ ਫੇਵਰਿਟ ਐਮਐਲਏ ਕੋਲ ਸੇਮ ਠੇਕਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਤੇ ਉਹ ਸੈਂਡ ਮਾਈਨਿੰਗ ਦੀ ਚੋਰੀ ਕਰਦਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਦੈਨ ਆਮ ਨਾਟ ਰੀਲੀ ਇੰਟਰਸਟਿਡ ਟੂ ਟਾਕ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਇਟ ਆਈ ਥਿੰਕ ਦੈਟਸ ਵਾਟ ਹੈਜ਼ ਹੈਪਨਡ ਇਨ ਪੰਜਾਬ ਅ ਲੋਟ ਜਿੱਥੇ ਐਨ ਇਸ਼ੂ ਬਿਕਮਸ ਇੰਪੋਰਟੈਂਟ ਇਫ ਦ ਲੀਡਰ ਔਰ ਦ ਸਮਬਡੀ ਫਰਮ ਦ ਅਪੋਜ਼ਿੰਗ ਪਾਰਟੀ is the one involved in it so tusi ajj akaliyan to puch lo drug di gal karni hai ta oh kehnde of course drug maare but je unna nu koi kahe bhi feri da matlab majithia saab nu interrogate karna chahiye ta oh kehnde nahi nahi majithia saab da kuch nahi hai is ch but drug maare so there is there is the whole point with the loyalty keh lo ya psychophancy keh lo jehdi ki apne indian politics in general bahut zyada hai of course har thai hundi hai world over hai but indian politics in general bahut zyada hai punjab ch bhi of course bahut hi prevalent hai and now recently farmers protest karke kafi awareness aayi hai saryan ch about the farming issues people started talking about water table people started talking about excessive use of fertilizers and crop diversification um, and then stubble burning uh, but ohi gall hai hun jadon election ਆਗਿਆ ਤਾਂ ਕੋਈ ਵੀ ਇਹ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਹਿ ਰਿਹਾ ਕਿ ਕੈਨ ਥੀਸ ਫੋਰ ਪਾਰਟੀਸ ਸ਼ੋ ਮੀ ਇਨ देयर ਮੈਨੀਫੈਸਟੋਸ ਵਾਟ ਦੇ ਪਲਾਨ ਟੂ ਇੰਪਲੀਮੈਂਟ ਫਾਰ ਫਾਰਮਰਸ एवरीबॉडी ਜਸਟ ਵਾਂਟਡ ਟੂ ਟਾਕ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਦਾ ਰਿਪੀਲ ਆਫ ਫਾਰਮਿੰਗ ਲਾਸ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਬਿਲੀਵ ਨਾਓ एवरीथिंग ਇਜ਼ ਸੋਲਵਡ ਫਰਗੈਟਿੰਗ ਥੈਟ ਥਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਜਸਟ ਸਟੇਟਸ ਕੋ ਨਥਿੰਗ ਹੈਜ਼ ਚੇਂਜਡ ਐਂਡ ਇਫ ਥਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਦਾ ਸੋਲਵਡ ਥੈਨ ਵੀ ਵਿਲ ਕੰਟੀਨਿਊ ਟੂ ਸੀ uh hundreds and thousands of uh, farmer suicides that used to happen in punjab and um sadly would continue to so yeah there is a lack of awareness of how to use uh, these few months of campaigning to actually bring these uh, issues up yeah and i think this is what's so depressing about um ssm right like and the decision they made like they could have been a force of anchoring the conversation and forcing all parties to speak to it uh seeing them uh or seeing the skm and, and the farmers movement as like an important constituency versus now just oh they're just a political party that can't get off the ground uh and i think that's part of like the frustration a lot of folks have with ssm taking the root of politics rather than third party advocacy um but sandeep saying you know going back to the the point that you're making if the opposition aren't holding congress to account on broken promises and on uh policy initiatives that were never actually fulfilled um you know what what are the issues that you think we should talk about right I mean, maybe maybe i can break it down for you like on on the economy you know a lot is ta- a lot is said about brain drain right and again sitting uh, here in, in canada and across the diaspora we're seeing a sharp escalation for example in international students uh that are trying to make a life for themselves here what what is being done about the brain drain like what is uh being offered by political parties and if they're not offering it like what should they be offering look first of all i want that education it should be free and it should be for everyone like if you see that punjab's government colleges the the government is raising their fees if you see the medical colleges and they have raised raised fees like it is around 8 lakh rupees per year mbvs fees and a poor person can't afford that much fees like 8 lakh rupees that is too much money so a normal person he can't even think about sending his, his kid to a medical school so the education should be free 
and apart from this the in punjab government needs to improve quality of education where kids of especially obcs and dalits go to study and if you go and see the that who goes to the government school who attends the government school most of those kids they, they come from families of landless laborers and migrants and people who, who don't have a government job or a private job who work as a daily wage so if if government really wants that there should be social mobility and people should have better standard of living you can do only by providing quality education to the people who are living at the bottom strata of society they are not living at that bottom strata from 10 20 or 30 or 50 years they are living at that bottom since centuries because they were underprivileged and you have this caste factor now and the in india caste is associated with class your caste determines your class so you need to do something for them so quality of education should be improved in government schools and then you need to make education free so that anyone can go to attend a college without thinking about the fees that he would not be able to pay the fees so this is something which is important and if you see the people who can raise 10 to 15 or 20 lakh rupees and most of them sell their land or if they don't have land they they raise such money they raise money to go to the canada go to canada from private financiers so the government should do something the people who can't afford to go to best like there are people the youngsters who can who know english who can crack crack aisles but they don't have the resources they can't go to the west the people who have the resources they are like oh we have this escape route and people who can raise money we have this escape route but people who don't have the resources what can they do they they can do nothing so what they are doing they are working as daily wages they are going to factories to work as a laborers there is nothing wrong than being a laborer when you are just paid 10 to 12000 rupees or 8000 per month you you can't live a good life in india with 8 to 10000 rupees per month so such their aspirations their dreams get shattered they can't do anything in their life they can't lead a good life and they don't get that much money so is government's responsibility to provide them quality education so that they can get a high paying jobs in punjab we don't have the high paying jobs to do that we need rapid industrialization and that's what something lacks here we need rapid industrialization but also accountable responsible they, do, they should not pollute our rivers the way they are doing in ludhiana they are releasing that polluted water into budhanala then they they are the another this thing is coming up mattewada in mattewada forest range close to mattewada forest range in the government want to industrialize that area which is close to satluj river and is highly likely that they will release that polluted water into the satluj river so we need to take care about the environment we need rapid industrialization so that we can provide jobs to our people and such sort of things and apart from we need a better healthcare we have healthcare but if you go and see the condition of government hospital hospitals is not well and it nearly 4 to 5 days ago so the indian express had published this report and they had shown in that report that punjab's is spending on education and health 
in percentage of expenditure that was less than the national average they had shown in one of its report so that's what something we need to work on but no one is talking about those issues as people are busy with politics and not with issues over to you and so like yeah no, i know i i think you bring up a good point like there's um a lot of these issues intersect with one another, right? The education and brain drain is lack of economic opportunities and the opportunities that do exist and the environmental impact that's not being addressed. We kind of already mentioned and touched upon a lot of the environmental issues uh, that are associated with farming, such as you know, water depletion, uh, the lack of water table uh, access and uh, you know the, the uh, pollution from pesticides and, and what have you. Uh, I guess my question then, you know, Jazz, you know, maybe this is one for you to pick up, uh, is that, you know, when you when you look at kind of manifestos from political parties uh, historically, or you see the kind of dialogue and level of conversation that does happen on policy issues within Punjab, it seems to always revert back to what's often referred to like the freebies model, um, like haphazard, uh, not very well thought out policy positions of just you know throwing things out for free. Um, without really thinking deeply about, uh, you know, larger kind of systemic issues that exist uh, within Punjab that need addressing. Uh, are we are we seeing more of that? Uh, or is that even an honest assessment of what happens? Uh, no, I, I could be wrong. Um, but it seems to be like when there is a conversational policy in Punjab, it's usually associated with, quite frankly, a pretty lazy approach to this quote unquote freebies model. Yes, yes, you're right, uh, Jaskar. So, of course, um, at, a, at a very high level, the government uh, gets um, the tax money. They have a pool of money. Now they need to spend that intelligently uh, so that the expenditure is such that people uh, can be prosperous, happy, healthy, and everything. And when they are unable to do so, due to many, many reasons, one way to make people uh happy in a very short term is look i'm giving you monthly 500 rupees by for just sitting at home i'm giving you monthly thousand rupees for just sitting at home and unfortunately uh, that is exactly what some of the uh political parties even in for this election have put in their manifestos and this includes congress this includes up um so uh up has um actually implemented uh, some really, I would say, praiseworthy things in Delhi, but they've also implemented some uh, freebies in terms of free electricity, uh, water, and so on. Uh, so they've borrowed some of that from Delhi and actually put into their Punjab um, uh, announcements, I would say. I haven't read their manifesto yet, but at least uh, in the announcements, they've said that as inni bijli free the wange, as inna pani free the wange, um, for the girls and so on. They only Congress ne kitta ke to see kare jadi bachiya unu akra wange hum chandi sab ne kya ke jere bachya ne bar jana unu no twelfth to baad si IELTS the coaching free the wange. So uh, you you can see that rather than saying ke asi itte opportunities banana wange taaki to see vadiya padsako to see. Uh, skilled Hosako and eventually you can have a, an amazing job here 
and then continue to live at the place where you grew up they're just saying ke sanu pata hai tusi bahar ta jana hi hai kyunki assi toda oh problem ta nahi solve kar sakde toda bahar jana assi thoda ja sokha kar dene hai which is again debatable that if they are actually helping this might not be the worst thing but you get the point that systematic jehdi problems hai unna nu solve karan te ਕਟ ਫੋਕਸ ਹੈ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਸੋਲਵ ਕਰਨ ਤੇ ਘਟ ਐਫਰਟ ਹੈ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਸੋਲੂਸ਼ਨਸ ਜਨਤਾ ਆਪ ਲੱਭ ਲੈਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਓਵਰਲੀ ਸੋਲੂਸ਼ਨਸ ਈਵਨ ਇਫ ਦੇ ਆਰ ਨਾਟ ਵਰਦੀ ਇਨਫ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਚ ਹੋਰ ਐਵੇਂ ਦੀਆਂ ਫ੍ਰੀਬੀਸ ਪਾ ਕੇ ਦੇ ਜਸਟ ਵਾਂਟ ਟੂ ਮੇਕ ਪੀਪਲ ਹੈਪੀ ਬਿਕਾਜ਼ ਇਫ ਦੇ ਰਿਲੀਜ਼ ਅ ਪਲਾਨ ਐਸ ਟੂ ਹਾਊ ਆਈ ਵੁਡ ਇੰਪਰੂਵ ਐਜੂਕੇਸ਼ਨ ਥੈਟ ਇਜ਼ ਸੋ ਹਾਰਡ ਇਨ देयर ਹੈਡਸ ਫॉर ਪੀਪਲ ਟੂ ਅੰਡਰਸਟੈਂਡ ਐਂਡ ਲਾਈਕ ਵੇਅਰ ਐਜ਼ in a manifesto where they see that i'll be given 1000 bucks every month uh, so let's just vote for me and that's the chicken and egg problem that uh, indian politics and in this case punjab politics has gotten into in that concludes our episode of the Punjab Power Play podcast uh, for this week. Uh, we hope to come back one more time uh, for a, you know, fun kind of maybe prediction oriented, speculation oriented episode closer to election day um, and uh, one more episode after results come out. Uh, that would be after March 10th to kind of break down what happened uh and make sense uh, of the outcomes of the election uh we may have a hung assembly uh to jazz's earlier point uh or we may have some crazy crazy outcomes you know never a dull day in punjab thank you jazz thank you sandeep for uh joining us today uh really really appreciated the insights really appreciated the ground realities uh thank you to you two gentlemen thank you ji ਬਹੁਤ ਬਹੁਤ ਧੰਨਵਾਦ ਸਾਰਿਆਂ ਦਾ ਸੁਣਨ ਲਈ ਐਂਡ ਹੋਪਫੁਲੀ ਵੀ ਵਿਲ ਜੁਆਇਨ ਯੂ ਆਲ ਅਗੇਨ ਬਿਫੋਰ ਦੀ ਇਲੈਕਸ਼ਨਸ ਐਂਡ ਫਿਰ ਬਾਚੋ ਰਿਜ਼ਲਟਸ ਬਾਰੇ ਵੀ ਗੱਲ ਕਰਾਂਗੇ ਥੈਂਕ ਯੂ ਸਸਟਰੀ ਕਾਲ ਸਾਰਿਆਂ ਥੈਂਕ ਯੂ ਜਸ ਕਰਨ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਅ ਗ੍ਰੇਟ ਹੋਸਟ ਐਂਡ ਥੈਂਕਸ ਜਸ ਐਂਡ ਥੈਂਕਸ एवरीवन ਫॉर ਲਿਸਨਿੰਗ ਸੀ ਯੂ ਗਾਇਸ ਸੂਨ ਥੈਂਕ ਯੂ ਸੰਦੀਪ ਦਾ ਸੋ ਕਾਈਂਡ Uh, if you haven't already make sure to subscribe to this uh, podcast we will uh, continue this post election this is a monthly podcast uh, where we break down uh, what's going on in the world of politics in Punjab uh, if you haven't already also leave a review it's nice it helps with the algorithms it makes it easier for other people to find us whether that's on Apple or Spotify or Google where we are on every single podcast media Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to a Boz podcast.